Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. episode i just wanted to uh, do a shout out to our patreons uh today ryan wes andy raul and samuel uh we couldn't do this without you and uh we really appreciate this thank you and enjoy the episode Welcome back to Action Action on the BFOP Network. My name is John, and this is the podcast that watches all the action movies and puts them on our list of the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, this week on the podcast, we watched the 2002 Gilmer del Toro directed Blade 2. But before I get into the movie, I want to introduce you to our uh, my, my 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 guest my my guest host <laughs> my guest host. What the fuck? Yeah, You're not a guest host. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, I think I'm worried about James's. Wacky introduction. What is, what is responsible? Yeah, brah, brah. I'm trying to. Oh, oh, wow. oh wow. Okay, so Steven Seagal influenced introduction. Um, James is Jamaican today. Uh, I'm gonna go to Dustin first. Hey Dustin, what's up, man? Welcome back to well, the blood clot or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got a blood clot. Uh, uh, that's that's a that's a mark for death. Joke. It's a mark for death. Yeah, uh, had look, to be there. Yeah, check to our back uh, our back catalog for the mark for death episode <laughs> to get that. And James, who's taking a sip of water, and I'm sure he's going to come in with a, a meow or something that's more annoying than a meow. Oh, hello. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I'm actually okay with this. You might have been impersonating me that's for, our ad, for our ad. Oh, intro. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. You're a fucking dark, Dustin. It's true. Oh, hello. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, why hello, friends? Oh, hi, guys. Oh, hi. Oh, so hi. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. Oh, hi. I am a black comedian doing a white person's voice, and I sound exactly like Dustin. <laughs> it's a very Dave Chappelle white guy voice. Um, so I'm pumped. All right, let's get into this movie. <laughs> One of us is. I want to get into this movie. Yeah. I want to just. I want to listen to some of that techno it. right now. Before we, before we get into the movie, as always, we're gonna do uh, <laughs> seek or destroy. Yeah, that's it. I was right. gonna say sink or swim. Um, yeah, you were. <laughs> like I always want to. It's because you love the movie Battleship so much. Sink or swim. Uh, seek or destroy. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys, especially I'm gonna put in parentheses Dustin. Hey, how about we come in with just maybe one of each? Listen to this fucking guy. 
at any point you can just take over my responsibilities. Uh, okay, so uh, I went back and I rewatched the Wes Anderson movie Bottle Rocket, which oh. I haven't seen in several mm, years. Interesting. His first movie uh, with the Wilson Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can I just say before you give your review, this is a movie that I, I always put on the. Uh, it's on the exceptions list. So, like, I rank his movies in my brain, mm-hmm. but Bottle Rocket doesn't exist in my actual ranking of his films. Like, it's kind of, like, exists... Is that a grace thing? Like, it's its first movie, so... It, it's, his, it's his first movie, it's his indie film, like, it just doesn't exist in, like, his hmm. feature film. Like, it just it's just separate okay. to me. I don't know how, how do you... You've, you've compartmentalized it in a, in a sort of way. Oh, in, in a way that it's just, like, this... You're an enabler. Well, this is... Yeah, I am an enabler. I'm an enabler of Wes Anderson. This movie is more, I consider, to be like his, like, um, like a college film than to be like his... Oh, I don't think it's that amateurish. No, not that amateurish, but for him, it just exists on that peripheral. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, as a debut, it certainly doesn't have all the stylistic flourishes you would become known for. Uh, I think it's a really fun movie, though. Like, I, I liked it when I had seen it before, but I didn't really remember it very well, so I went back and watched it. Uh, I think it's really funny. Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson are fucking great in it. Owen Wilson especially, you can see, like, oh, yeah, I get why this guy is going to, like, be a movie guy. Like, he's just got so much oh, wow. Owen Wilson? personality oh, wow. coming off of, of him. Uh, of Loki fame. Of Loki fame, yeah. I thought it was... So I saw a, a still for Loki. I haven't watched the show. I thought it was John Slatterly. Oh, okay. I thought that... It was him. Like uh-huh. I, interesting. Owen Wilson has definitely gone to a new. Yeah, he's in a new tier. Oh, a new he, he's stage. in that show. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I really had a lot of fun with oh, it. You can oh, see. Yeah, can we all do it? Oh. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Are we a fun? Are we having fun today, guys? Um, oh. No. Oh wow. Oh, no, I can't do it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it's pretty funny. It's does. You can you can see some of the stuff, uh, you know, the Wes Anderson typical stuff, the way he kind of has some costuming going on. It's been like 15 years. Obviously, he years. doesn't have the budget that he will have later. For yeah, it's, stuff, it's been but. like 15 years since I saw it. Is there a, do they rob a library? They rob a bookstore. A bookstore at one point. That They're is, like the funniest that robbers. That scene is so funny. They're just like so laid back and like they don't have a mean bone in their body yeah. and just. I, I wrote a short review on Letterboxd where I said just like Heat, but like the opposite. <laughs> so I remember the, the the one really funny scene is when he has his uh, his dirt bike. Yes, he's like wheeling around on yeah. a little bike, and he wants Luke Wilson to come with it, with him on it, and he's like, "It's too small for both of us <laughs> yeah. to be on there." Uh, this is a movie that I showed people, uh, I think it was the year after I graduated high school. I was like, hey guys, let's watch this movie. It's so good. And then I watched it with a whole bunch of my friends and a girl I liked. And everybody was like, like dude, what's up with the John? The fuck is wrong with John? <laughs> I think I watched this only once. Yeah. And, and I was like, no. I mean, oh, you didn't like it at all. No, James is a cuck. I'd say give it another shot. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty fun. Man. My destroy this week is the 2000 slasher movie Cherry Falls. Anyone see Cherry? Oh, Falls? Oh yes, I remember this movie. Brittany Murphy, Jay Moore, yes, Michael Biehn. No, uh, it has a cool premise, which is like 
a, a killer is going around uh, slashing up teenagers in this town, but he's only killing virgins. So like yeah, the opposite a cool of premise. The, opposite of the, the classic slasher trope. Mm. So then all the teens figure this out that that's what's going on, so and they're gonna they're gonna have like a big orgy, orgy. party to prevent him mm-hmm. from killing any more of them. Genius. Uh, great idea. Terrible fucking movie. Super dated. Super two thousand. Um, really obvious who the killer is. I thought I, I I saw it when it came out, and I remember thinking, yeah, it's all right. Is the killer Jay Moore? <laughs> Spoiler alert: It is Jay Moore. You know what? I knew it when I heard his name. Yeah, he's like uh, the, he's like the teacher, English teacher. He's like the nice guy, and, it, and he's also like the slasher killer. I remember this movie. I never saw it. It was on Showcase all the time when we were kids. Yeah, it was supposed to not be, kids. It was supposed like, to in, be a theatrical release, but um. I can't remember the exact story, but something went wrong with getting the rating they wanted and all this shit. And then it didn't come out for a long time. And then they finally they just put it out straight to video, even though it was like it had a budget and was meant to come out like be another Scream type movie. So mm. it's definitely one of those post Scream teenage, you know, pop slasher movies. Uh, and it's one of the one of the bad, worst ones, I'd have to say. All right. So watch uh, Wes Anderson's first movie and skip, uh, skip Cherry Falls. Cherry I'm Falls. sure you probably already have. I have. <laughs> We've got two new downloads since we started recording this episode. Holy shit. <laughs> you know what? Not something to brag about necessarily. It's only two, but uh, big deal for me. 200. Uh, James, what did you watch? Um, well, I don't have any duds this week, boys, but I do have... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to talk like this. It's talking like a hockey, hockey locker yeah. room talk. Um, but... Uh, I watched two cartoons. Let me guess, Luca. <laughs> Whoa! How'd um, you know that? No, Luca's not one of them. <laughs> oh, okay, now I'm really throwing for a curve. <laughs> All right, what's your first one? All right, Luca was one of them. God damn it! Uh, the new Pixar movie, um, and I liked it. It was enjoyable. I mean, not Pixar's best movie. L- lesser Pixar, but still, yeah, but still decent. But, AV- but it was still decent. It's better than. Uh, what was that? Cars. Di- dinosaur the one. The Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. That movie sucks. I believe uh, AV Club said um, Lucas swims in the shallow pool of the Pixar universe. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my pretty, God. Pretty Brutal. harsh stuff. Brutal. So he gave it a B minus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, don't come for me, AV Club. So I I thought it was okay. My kids also thought it was okay. They were like, eh, whatever. And then we watched... Uh, Mitchell's versus the machines. Oh, I watched that too. I recommended that. Yeah, you recommended that. And uh my kids loved it and I thought it was great. It was great. It was, it's so good. It's so good. Lord and Miller. It's crushing it's it. fucking it's funny. Yeah. It's like not pandering to children. Like it's it's like speaking to kids like at an honest level of just being like, You guys are kids. Like, let's talk. Yeah, and actually, like my kids are really into Teen Titans right now. So oh, yeah. to me, it kind of follows a similar similar humor, maybe humor, kinda yeah. wacky, goofy kind of humor. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, my oldest, it's like her new favorite movie. I mean, so. Pixar is gonna start having to watch their backs here because these guys keep killing it. Uh, but that's awesome. I, I mean, yeah. can you imagine though? There's no way that you work for Pixar and you're not hoping that somebody's coming for you. Like you got to be hoping that people are pushing you. Yeah, you need some challenges to push you. Yeah, you get better. You know, you're better if you uh, have some competition. You have some or if, to watch out for. Or if you're on the brink of bankruptcy. 
Right. One of those two. Which we learned. Yeah. But um, but it's interesting that, that Pixar, uh, sorry, Disney put out Luca straight with no um, yeah, premium. No, no premium. Like they no knew, theatrical, nothing. I'm guessing they knew what they were, like that it was more of a bottom level Pixar film, which would be still a high BA level Right. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's still better than most cartoons that are coming out. Yeah. Um, But like, that's great. I mean, that's that that's only good for everybody that mm -hmm. they keep pushing each other. But Miller's versus Machines is a great kids movie. It's super fun. Yeah. And it taps into like, you know, all the YouTube and memes and all that kind of shit without without being cringy about it. Like. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, and, and it was pretty inventive, like the way like the kind of traditional animation would splash up on the screen around what was happening, because that's what she's imagining in her like movie, how she would make the movie thing of it or whatever. Yeah, totally. And it makes sense because I didn't know until after the movie that you know the same people from Lego. Yeah, Lego, yeah. and didn't they produce Spider Verse as well? He did Spider. I think so. Sony, like for Sony as well. Yeah. So I'm surprised Sony did this too, just straight to Netflix, because this could totally be a big theater. It would have been well, they must have hit. sold it to Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So Netflix must have purchased it and oh, then for sure. put it out. I guess it was just you know pandemic season. We don't know when you're going to be able to put it out, kind of thing. But. Yeah, but I highly recommend that movie. So, so I guess skip Luca and then watch <laughs> this other one, or watch both. <laughs> uh so as uh, as with James, I have no skips this week. Uh, I have been peripherally watching Breaking Bad because my wife is watching it, and um, that show is something. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's a man. That show is amazing. Breaking Bad is just yeah. I've been wanting to rewatch it. It's it's you know there's so much fucking shit to watch. Well, not, not just movies, but so many TV series, and there's always just new shit pouring out of the faucet and it's like when do i when can you take some time and go back and watch these really good shows again yeah and for some reason it's just like i'm not in the mood to watch breaking bad right now so i'm not it's a dark fucking show yeah so i'm just not choosing to watch it i'm watching other stuff while she's watching it um but i did watch a entire season of a show uh oh yeah it's a show called um the other two have you guys heard of it i have not no I feel like there's a lot of TV shit I'm just like out of the loop on these days. I have started watching because new season of Alone. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Your really? Favorite. It's Your back. Favorite. Yeah, I it's gotta back. watch. Okay, I'm. I'll be jumping on that right away. I think uh, three episodes in now. So. Okay, so I'm watching this show. I, I watched the first season. Uh, it's called The Other Two. It stars uh, Drew Tarver, who's a comedian uh, sketch comic that I really like, um, and Helena York. Uh, it's kind of it's about these uh, this this kid, uh, Casey Walker. Uh, this is the actor. He he plays uh, Chase Dubeck. He's like a YouTube star who becomes like famous. Um, uh, Ken Marino plays his agent and Molly Shannon plays his mom and uh, uh, Helena and and Drew play his his siblings. Uh, she's like an she was a dancer uh, and he was a uh, he's a he's a, an actor but in New York. And it's just kind of like they become kind of wrapped up in his world as he becomes famous. Okay. And it's just it's really funny. Oh, it's okay. So they're the other two. Right? Yeah, they're, they're the other two. It's just like this comedy that I started watching and I never finished. It came out in two, 2019. Oh, but, it's not even new. What? What? Uh, who put this out? 
Um, was it Fox? FX? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I watched it on Crave. Oh, okay. In Canada. Uh, it's really good. It's a really funny show. So, highly recommend. Watch the other two. Uh, I watched a bunch of other stuff, but I, I don't know. Not, nothing worth bringing up? Nah. Uh, I did watch a couple TV things. Of course you want to talk more, Dustin. I did watch the new season of Dave. Did you watch Dave season one? Hi, I'm on Dave. FX? Yeah. A little dicky? Yeah. Fucking love it. Uh, I watched half of it. It's really, really good. Uh, new season, just two episodes out, and it's just uh, continuing. It's high quality. It's it's gotten like more depressing and more funny at the same time. James, do you know anything about this? I don't know anything. So it's about a... Com- Dustin, sorry, I shouldn't. Cut no, you no, off. yeah, it's just this like nerdy white dude who is wants to be a rapper, and it's like him trying to make it as a rapper. But he basically. is playing himself. Like he's he's, playing himself, he is an actual. He is rapper an actual. Who rapper. Oh, no, I think I've heard of this. Yes. Yeah. Somebody Somebody his rap name is a little dicky because he has a little dick. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's really fucking funny. It's really funny, and I, you're totally right, Dustin. Like, it's really funny in that way where it's funny and so self-deprecating. Yeah, I think it's like I don't, I don't want to give like a, a generational humor to things, but like it's very in the pocket of like a millennial style. For sure, yeah. Um, I agree with that. Like it's it it's funny and self deprecating, and he hates himself, but he also goes up, rises above it, right, and works through it with his girlfriend who like really loves him. And like, you gotta keep watching the show, dude. Oh, okay. Do they break up? <laughs> just, I don't want them just to break proceed. up. Proceed. It's just, it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, do I have any, I don't, I want to, I want to sink something. I want to just kill something, but I got nothing. <laughs> I don't got time. I don't got time to watch trash. Speaking of trash. Um, <laughs> oh boy. No, nah, that's not it. <laughs> let's, let's get into our movie for the week. Uh, this week we watched 2002's. Uh, Gilmore Gilmore del Toro directed Blade 2 James roll the trailer there's a world beyond the one we know where the powers of darkness fear nothing but one man Blade we represent the ruling body of the vampire nation they're offering you a truce they want to meet with you you're sure about this they'll take us in deeper than we've ever been now those he has sworn to kill need his help to fight a new breed of terror. They're no longer top of the food chain. Our forces are ready to fight, but we need a leader. Let me get this right. You want me to hunt them for you? Ooh, so exciting. Five, four, three, two, one. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. Wesley Snipes do not know who you are. Messing with! Blade 2. Okay, why is it, first of all, why is it Blade 2, not just like Blade to the rise of the face splitters, <laughs> or something. The rise of Classic. the face splitters. I love it. Already, James coming with the improvements here. That's actually not a bad point. Like, why is it Blade Two? Like, give it a fucking name. Oh, I mean, 
I never thought about it. I don't know if that bothers me about the movie. <laughs> you feel, oh, you, feel like you feel there should be some sort of like subtitle that like I mean Blade Two gives the impression of like, hey, you guys fucking loved Blade One. Well, well, this is. It was, hey, remember when you guys watched Blade One and you wanted to come all over your pants? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? We got We're Blade back Two with Blade Two. Cut your face in half? No, fuck that. <laughs> Cut that into three pieces. We're gonna jizz all over your wow. mom. Wow. Whoa. Um, <laughs> okay. I can't believe you guys haven't made it as guys doing pitches in Hollywood. <laughs> right. I think Blade One was a legitimate hit when it came out. It was. It was oh yeah. Hit. No, I. I I know it was. Yeah. But usually, like, Blade 2. I don't know. It's just... It's pretty lame. It should have, I think like, a it, subtitle. I mean, it's funny because you go through different eras where you get, like... There's a lot of times where it's just... Rocky S- 2. Superman 2, Rocky 2, whatever. Um, but then, yeah, other times it's like, no, we got to have some sort of extra... Well, like, this is of the time of, like, Matrix, right? So this is a post matrix movie that is clear watching this film. So, but like there's matrix, then there's matrix. What is it? Reloaded or I have no idea. Matrix, uh, underground sex orgy. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what happened. The sex second one or we talk about this all the time. When I think on the podcast, I bring these questions up. I don't know what happens in matrix two or three, right? Three. He like goes, to goes, fight. He, goes, he goes into the machine. Yeah, city. into the machine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get off of Matrix and get into the Blade Two. No, let me let me read let me read the synopsis. Let's, let's let's really dip into. I mean, it's hard to tell. Does this take place in the Matrix <laughs> universe? No, you just say Matrix because does this play? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. So what happened was Blade Blade came out before the first Matrix movie, and I think there's some f- style and fashion things. That you could argue Blade influenced the Matrix. What this? The fuck? However, the Matrix came out. Then clearly, Blade Two takes okay. a lot from the Matrix. I right? want to know, Dustin. You were, you know, hitting the clubs at this time. <laughs> what the fuck is with well, all yeah, the leather? I, mean, I had, a, I had my black leather pants, and I would squeeze into those babies. <laughs> Assless <laughs> chaps, of course. Uh, I mean, do they have to be assless? That's a style shame. I mean, yeah, they got to be assless. Come on. Who the (laughs) fuck are you? What the fuck are you talking about, James? Of course they're assless. I don't know. What do you? you, Clearly, you don't know anything. I'm sorry. Clearly, you don't know anything about the club scene. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can find ass full chaps. (laughs) Can I get some ass full chaps, please? You guys, like, what the fuck? Get out of my store. I think by definition, (laughs) chaps are assless. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think this is just, like I said, like, I mean, Blade was already wearing the black leather trench coat in the first movie. Oh, yeah. And all that shit. Yeah, he was. But they definitely have amped it up a a hundred times in this one, right? Everybody's got all... Well, because they got a fucking crew. Yeah, there's a crew. Anyways, let's just read the synopsis. Okay, okay. We'll get into all this shit. Uh, A rare mutation has occurred within the vampire community, the Reaper, a vampire so consumed with an insatiable bloodlust that they prey on vampires as well as humans transforming victims who are unlucky enough to survive into reapers themselves. Blade is asked by the Vampire Nation for his help in preventing a nightmare plague that could wipe out both humans and vampires. Right. I mean, reapers or, like, vampire zombies? I don't know. To me, it was like 
they look like Nosferatu's types of vampires, you know, the bald with the w- weird ears kind right. of thing. But then they have like the predator face where it like splits open. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. I think lo- that stuff looks pretty cool, uh, especially considering how dated the CG is at this point. It's 20, almost 20 years old. Yeah, I mean, that looks pretty cool compared to some of the fight scenes where they're jumping around. Yes, that's there's a Matrix sort of fluidity to the way they fly through the air and stuff. Ah, fluidity is something that we could probably uh, mm, yeah. negotiate on. Um, <laughs> well, by that I just mean like jankiness you can might. see this the the sort of animation smoothing of like what they're there trying to There are scenes in this movie that have not aged well. Oh, uh, for sure. Where I look it looks like I'm watching Mortal Kombat from 1995. Well, having recently rewatched Mortal Kombat from 1995, this is significantly better than the CG in No, the I meant like the video game. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, that stuff didn't bother me just because I expect we're watching a 20-year-old movie. I expect that stuff to not hold up that, like super well. I didn't think it was that bad. I think we've watched stuff that's a lot worse CG-wise than this. Name four. <laughs> well, on top of my head. But, uh, there, yeah, there is definitely stuff in the fighting where it's like, okay, that was not... You can see it's not a person that's flying through the air, flipping around or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, the fighting of, of the time the heroes of the time the way that they fight it's not super technical like it is now true um, although i thought it was a huge improvement over the fighting in the first movie well true but which by the way was our second only ever our second ever episode so we're here we are oh we're reaching like three way years, back three years later Man, we've Man, grown. Look, wow. Look Think about far, that, guys. Think about how far we've come. Yeah. Look how <laughs> wow. fucking... We're still in my basement, you losers. Still in the same This is a room. real come-together moment. <laughs> this is a real come-to-Jesus moment. I think I'm religious again. Uh, Blade 2 brought you there, huh? There we are. Got it. Um, <laughs> to the all, pearly gates. All it took was Blade... <laughs> I think the opening scene is pretty cool with the the first Reaper guy we meet, the, the sort of boss Reaper guy, um, when he's being Bo- brought in. Boss Reaper? Yeah. I he, like it. He's, being, he's, go, he's going to that donate the blood in this like weird Romanian underground, like whatever, and we know, oh, okay, he, the vampires are taking him in. I like the idea of, in the second movie, having a villain that is, like even the vampires are afraid of this thing. That's a cool Well, concept. it's kind of a cool idea, because what it really does is it, Changes the entire dynamic of the films, right? right. Like it, it's, right? Because otherwise, it's Blade Two, more vampires. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, it's, your, that's yeah, your title. It's Blade Two. We're we're gonna get them this time. Like <laughs> this time, we'll finish them off. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a smart conceit to have at the very beginning to just kind of change things up. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really want to shit on this. This movie goes kind of like in. I, I, I'm not dialed necessarily in on how I feel about it. I don't think it's the best movie ever. No. It's definitely an improvement on the first movie. I think it's a big improvement on the first movie. I don't, I didn't like it as much going back now and watching it as I did. I saw this in the theater and I thought it was pretty great when I saw it. Uh, going back now, it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of like <laughs> very dated things about this. Um, I think the, the script is pretty bad in terms of especially in terms of the dialogue it's extremely bad yeah like there's a lot of cringy dialogue a lot of one-liners that don't land very well that sound like they're deliver- being delivered like they're supposed to be really fucking cool you know yeah norman reedus's character is specifically <laughs> scud is, yeah <laughs> just like comes across as this 
very Norman well, Reedus-y. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, what I think what we'll see later on is kind of this edge lordy kind of. Yeah, it's a David Goyer script. He he has How those tendencies. That, that guy, man, that guy's made so much money off of us. Oh sure, and I mean he's, that's the thing. He's so weird. Like he does, he works on stuff that is great, obviously, and then he works on stuff where it's like, oh man, uh, like he's a, he's a he's a co-writer on Nolan's Batman movies. Yeah. Uh, then on, but on the other hand, he also wrote Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Like he um, has made literally millions of dollars because of people like us. And then on the other hand, he wrote Dark City, which is a great fucking movie. But then he also wrote Ghost Rider. <laughs> you know, so like. Well, Ghost Rider, I mean, comparable to this movie, I think. Yeah, Ghost Rider. I think this is a lot yeah. better than Ghost Rider. Ghost, th- Ghost Rider is a great TV show, man. Like, PBS had... <laughs> that was an incredibly uh, educational show. Uh, I mean, this movie has, like, way more um, way more cast. They try to yeah, it's bring a fun, new Yeah, it's characters. a fun cast, even though the stuff that they're being forced to say isn't all that great. Well, it's it's the stuff they're being forced to say, but it's also them being forced to say it in this leather stuff. Oh, here we go with the leather again. Do you remember on The Matrix, James could not let go of this leather thing. He's very anti-BDSM. We'll have that known. Hey, you know what, buddy? Okay, if don't I want to watch shame. BDSM, then I would watch that. I'm not going to watch Blade. <laughs> you don't want to to get you, rock hard. This is hard. how you get introduced to it, James. This is the this is like the little oh, the start like, of your addiction. Oh, right. James is on fucking Pornhub looking up a little bit of BDSM. <laughs> well, I immediately had to look up Blade Two Porn. <laughs> oh, eventually, well, there's got to be Blade Porn. So there's Reaper Porn. Oh, 100. There's so, porn for everything. So. Here, there's a rule about that. Yeah, um, there is a rule. There, I uh, I understand what James is saying, and I think that what it comes down to is not necessarily that like it's like it's um, leather. It's that it's just this. It's a it's so a, a style it's and so, an aesthetic that you find un. But it's unappealing. also so t- revolting. <laughs> it's also I'm so it's so tired. Like yeah, well it so is, but it was this is 2002, right? This is a, just yeah, like was, shortly after the I Matrix thought it was had tired come out. Then. Like I didn't like I never liked this. I, I I never liked this, but I also thought like 2002 like why was this even a thing? Like I don't oh, I don't know, but that's there's all kinds of shit that happens in certain times and we're like why was I, that? I, why I was that? Cool? I, I don't know. I think it's because nowadays everything is a lot more open and we and transparent like we have ac- easy access to all these different communities and we have like it's all there. Um, back you can, everyone can kind of just be into what they're into. Yeah. <laughs> back then, I think it was still a part of um, they were using uh, certain communities, like whether it was like a like sexual orientation or just like kink communities. They were using all of these things as a way to manipulate you. Uh, the filmmakers were. Right. They're like, hey, let's take a little aspect from this community and this community like you might have a a peripheral understanding of, but you don't really know. Whereas nowadays, it's just like everything's on the Internet. You can just look at anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it's that complicated. It can be like, you know, you're putting you're making a movie. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of people involved in making a movie. We get beyond the directors and the writers and the stars and we're getting into people doing the costuming and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all going to be a big conversation about where, which way, how are we, where are we going? What do we want the aesthetic of this to be? 
and it's it seems like a natural time in post matrix and considering blade already had this look mm-hmm. that we're, we're just gonna we're gonna envelop him in this world where everyone is sort of in a similar kind of like okay in the comic books is he like this well he doesn't look exactly like this I don't think he necessarily has specifically a big black leather jacket, but you know, Batman didn't have black rubber armor on either in the comic books, so right? He, so it's, there's he, certain decisions made for like translating something to screen, what's going to look cool, whatever they think that is at the time. Did he have nipples, Dustin? He sure did in the fourth one, the Batman and Robin. I meant in the comics. <laughs> um, I think the other thing is is that vampires have always kind of had this like dark, long uh, cloak. Uh, like aesthetic, like they've had cloaks and it's been black and sure. And this is this is like way, this is making it modernized, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I think the easiest way for them to translate that to modern times uh, in 2002 was to make it leather, was to make it black. It's leather. It's sexy. It's dark. It's like it's, right. Vampires also like the nature of them has also always been a sort of sexual thing too. Yeah, so it, like, let's tie it to certain communities let's tie it to the rave scene whatever it is hedonism yeah hedonism like i get it like every vampire is wearing leather and all the humans aren't right right but like i think blade looks cool right i just don't think they needed to make wesley snipes makes that shit work yeah (laughs) i don't think they need to make the rest of the team right look like copies of blade yeah, I get you. Uh, I, I totally understand. Like, you're not wrong. This but, I mean, Ron Perlman should have had, like, a, uh, a a kilt with a tartan design on it and, like, maybe a neon green shirt. But that actually would have been, like, okay, hold on. I want to bring up Ron Perlman for a second. Uh, where do you guys stand with Ron Perlman? What, what's your opinion? I want to go with James first. I don't know. I just know him from Sons of Anarchy. I don't know what he's like. No, I no no outside opinion. Like yeah, yeah. Not his politics. Just his or, movie. Just his persona like, or his, whatever. Um, do you, what do you think of him as like a a character as an actor? As like, what's your opinion of him? He plays the exact same role, <laughs> in, whether he's in a show or a movie, and it's just him. That's yeah. it. I think uh, I probably agree with that for the most part. I think he's usually stays within a very tight range. And I don't think that's bad because there's just a certain actors like that where it's like, oh, we need we need a Ron Perlman. Let's just get Ron Perlman. Yeah. You yeah. need somebody to be that like oh, taciturn, tough guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's good. At, he's very good at what he does. I, 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 I can't figure out if I like him or not. Well, I don't know if I like him in this movie because he's just, I, th- I think it goes to the script because yes. he's just, he's not utilized very well and he's just very hokey henchman, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a bad role for him necessarily. Like I've seen, I feel like I've seen him do this many times in movies. Alien uh, Resurrection is another example where he plays a similar role like to this. And I don't mind seeing him in that role. Yes, I do think if the script was better, he would be able to, I don't know, deliver better. Like, you know, he's trying to deliver these asshole bad guy lines. And because of the way it's written, it's not necessarily the best. Right. I mean, he's such a tough guy. Yeah, he's so tough. Uh, But let's get into some of the actual details of the movie. Um, So once we find out there's the Reapers, 
Blade gets invited by the vampires, right? Like they want him to team up with them to go after these new mutations. Well, he finds Whistler first. Right. First he finds Whistler because he was captured at the end of the first movie. And so explain to me what the fuck's up with Whistler. I am with James. Like, is he a vampire or not a vampire? I don't understand. I think they you, make, you're supposed on, to remember. Dustin, oh, sorry. sorry. They make allusions to him. Uh, Blade does. Like, like you lived with the enemy. Like, you did all these things. Like, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, they, they could have been clearer on some of this shit. I think what they were supposed to think is he gives him that, like, sort of like heroin detox where he locks him in that room. Uh, and it's like, you got to, like, last a certain amount of time without giving into the vampire cravings and then you sort of you don't become not a vampire but you i don't know i don't you yeah become it's, a daywalker and he's like at sunrise whether you're a vampire or not yeah those blinds are gonna open those blinds sun will are gonna come in. open yeah it's very unclear about what the rules are here in terms of like hold on that was a really good blade <laughs> <laughs> Can we just stop and say that, uh, James? Like, chef's kiss. Oh like, yeah, yeah man, thanks, guys. You guys, you did, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is unclear because I think you're supposed to think like he he doesn't get this the powers right. Like he doesn't have the what like the Wesley Snipes powers afterwards. He's not like strong or fast. He just no. He's same old whistle. He's just yeah. alive. He's a fucking. He's like cuck. lived. He's a cock for a blade. But that's like the whole red herring of this movie, right? It's like, is Whistler bad? Is he a good guy? Is he still on Blade's side? Can I say this is the worst red herring? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like there's a fucking semi truck coming towards you, and you're like, hey, something's going to hit you. What do you think it might be? (laughs) It's not that semi truck. It's not handled subtly by by any means. Uh, But also, the movie doesn't. I mean, I do think that's a smart way that they handle it when it finally is revealed that Norman Reedus is a plant and he's been on the inside the whole time. That guy loves weed. Fucking scud. Um, scud loves marijuana. At least, and, at and least we, we aren't expected to think, Oh, blade is so dumb. He's fallen for this obvious thing. He, he knows that he's a bad guy. Although I don't see how that really helped him. Like, yes, it's kind of a fun movie thing that he's walking around with the bomb that was supposed to blow up Ron Perlman's head. If he got out of line, and he's like, it doesn't work, Blade, you stupid fucking idiot, or whatever. Yeah, it would have made, so it made way more sense that he like actually used it to blow up Ron Perlman. Yes, it's, it still like, would have made more sense to do that than, of course to, it than to kill Norman Reedus, who doesn't have any powers. He he's just a vampire familiar. He could have blown up Ron Perlman mm-hmm. and then easily been like, hey, dum-dum, I knew... It was you all it's, along. It's a sort of a waste of the explosive to blow up. It's real. It's a also, really good. poor choice. Also, that doesn't make any sense because he he like hits the button and it goes like, <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> fucking go up. It's a dud, right? But then, what Scud gets it? <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, it still works. Hey, check this out, B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him B all the oh, time. Oh man! Come on, B. He fucking reminds me of like Lieutenant Dan, even though he doesn't act. There's a similar, some similar facial features. He doesn't act like, like Lieutenant Sinise. Dan, but he looks like him. Uh, Norman Reedus is a, such a strange actor to me. Like you know, Walking Dead obviously made him into a huge thing, and like apparently a lot of women find this guy to be super, super sexy. Yeah, he's really why he looks like he fucking woke up. In an alley with a needle in his arm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he does. I think I, I understand what they're talking about. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got that. He's got this like danger. Uh, my guess is that he's has this kind of like dangerous, like Kurt Cobain style, like okay. grungy, like, dirty, grungy, hair. dirty, fuck boy thing going on. But um, I mean, I remember I liked him in uh, Boondock. Boondock, scenes. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I like that movie. No, unfortunately, I re- I, I refuse to watch it again. <laughs> um, Why? Because of Troy Duffy? <laughs> yeah, mostly. Come on, that guy sucks. Yeah, he does. Suck. Um, and uh, yeah, so but are we gonna have to do that movie on our show eventually? It's the next well, pick. One of, one of us. <laughs> surprise, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> surprise, motherfucker! Uh, there's some great lines in that movie. There's some lines I use in. Uh, not daily, but like in conversation, where it's like, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? Nowhere. <laughs> like, like make like a tree and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> make like a tree and fuck off. Uh, Norman Reedus. I like Norman Reedus. Uh, oh, I don't have a problem with him. I just never I got the real like. Why do people think he's so sexy and stuff? Probably but. because we aren't attracted to men. Uh, oh yeah, but I can tell when a guy's hot. Come on, can you? <laughs> oh yeah, blade in that letter. I don't know who who's <laughs> Those on assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, who's who's on your uh, mop list? <laughs> oh, the mop, the mop. I'm, get get the mop. I'm not joking. I don't know what a mop list is. <laughs> the the sploosh. the sploosh the sploosh mop. Oh, I didn't know what that was. It was a whole. It was a running joke on our last action hero episode. Uh, oh. A couple, couple episodes ago. Oh, I'm really bad for remembering things. This is all. Uh, no, we we know. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're still at like. Oh, Dustin, the we're still at the beginning the way, of the movie. Dustin's on my mop list. Ooh, interesting. Oh, well, the assless chaps. Complicated. He keeps talking Awkward. about assless chaps and he just keeps bringing it up. Just so planting him, planting so ideas, all, incepting ideas. If all chaps are assless, why would you say assless chaps? Okay, I don't think we need to go into the history of chaps. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Not get bogged down. Um, Do you I, have a, uh, the action sequences uh, in the movie? I want to talk about a little bit because Blade Two, Blade Two. <laughs> Rise of the Face Splitters. Um, <laughs> that's a great fucking a title. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I actually think the action's pretty decent in this. I mean, yes, it's it is very 2002 the way that they cut it and shoot it and stuff. But there's there's some actually pretty good shit going on in the fights, especially when I kept thinking back to the first movie because we talked about the fights in that and they just they're choreographed way better in this. And I think that's because if I if I understand correctly, Donnie Yen, who is in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, did help doing the, the choreography of the fighting. Well, that would make a lot of sense. Donnie Yen also fucking wasted in this movie. So wasted. So, so oh disappointing. Oh my God. Like you have a, you literally have a God. A if, fucking martial arts God in your I, movie. In your movie. He's just there. He's, he's still, like, he's still fucking cool and they don't give him anything to do. Like he gets a few fight moments. There is that cool moment where he stabs that one reaper against the wall. And then the reaper like rips itself up through the crotch and like climb, like spider yeah, climbs cool. up the wall. Yeah, and stuff. that's fucked. Um, that, but that, there's, I and then, that you shit. know, when they're in the, they're in that club. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a huge fight st- happening in Donnie N. He kind of just like has a shot where he, he shows him pointing at this like reaper that's jumped up on the bar. That right there is cooler than anything else that happens in the in the fucking movie. Donnie Yen is should be on. He's he's on our. We need to eventually go through this and create a a, a list of our, our ultimate action, action movies. gods. 
uh, Donnie Yen is in the. Con- is, is I feel like we're the- doing that already. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I get you. Of, of actors, I mean, Donnie yeah, Yen and is- we haven't we haven't done enough Donnie Yen stuff. No, and, 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 and watching this, I was like, yeah. oh, we need to we need to get dip Donnie- further in yeah, because we need to give Donnie Yen his flowers because he deserves them. Like that guy does more with like you were saying one uh, motion. Of his hand. He, he looks so fucking cool in that moment. And then he gets like the one cool like kick that he does, double kick thing. But like then then that's it. Like they give him nothing. I here. mean, he's awesome in Ip Man. Well, yeah. I watched all the Ip Man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But here's the problem. Uh, they give Matt Schultz. Yeah, Matt Schultz. He's, they give him him like so much screen time. He was having this, a hell of a 2002. He was our main villain on The Transporter not that long ago. He was, but this guy sucks. <laughs> That guy Fuck does. Fuck this suck. guy. This guy is like. I think a, he's a good, annoying bad guy. I went to high school with this asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but that's why he's I mean? a bad guy. No, fuck him. Like, like he's he's everybody. I can. I honestly. I can. I think kick, he's doing his job because he's got. He's getting no, heat. He's getting no. heat from you. Give me. I'll, I'll kick a rock. It's gonna fly through a window. I'm gonna find this motherfucker <laughs> in the basement. Right. This John, guy's gonna John, be in a way. Are you theater. for real? Did you go to high school with this guy? I mean, the whole point is. I yeah. Did. <laughs> the whole point is. Oh, you want to see this. Second. You want to see this guy get fucked up. Like that's that's what you get. But that's not right? what I. No, no. That's what I think. Maybe they assumed people wanted to see. It's not what I wanted to see. Well, it's a younger version what of you Ron want? Perlman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a little too similar maybe to the Perlman character. Yeah, like pick one or the other. I don't know if you need mm-hmm. two of them. But That's true. He's du- you're doubling up on the same sort of I thing. I mean, because you got Ron Perlman and then you got the big guy. Yeah, Lighthammer, I think his name was. And then you got like his girlfriend. Nomak? The redhead. And Nomak. It's Nomak. No, no Mac. No Mac is the uh, is the the daughter, face, the main reaper. Oh, oh yeah, No Mac. And then you got Nisa. Oh, Lighthammer. Nisa is the daughter. Is the daughter? No, what I want to see is of Donnie the, of the old ass vampire guy, which we haven't even talked about. I want to see Donnie Yen through the entire film. Yeah, Donnie. Oh, Yen. definitely. I want to see Donnie Yen crossing and becoming teaming up with Blade. Yeah, and I'm I not- want Blade Three to be Donnie Yen and Blade just slaying. Yeah, I mean, what if it would have been way cooler for Blade and Donnie Yen to have to face off at some point and have a fight with those? You mean two? it would have actually had like, like, uh, what's the word? Um, weight. It would have had to actually yeah, have like be, because I think Wesley Snipes actually looks pretty fucking good doing this martial arts shit. And I know he's not. I'm not putting him on the level of a Donnie Yen, but the way we talked about like with nobody, how them putting proper martial arts actors into those scenes, like in the bus fight, exactly. they bring up everyone yeah. around them to be better. Right. So You're right. totally right. You're but, totally right. But like, this is what North American movies do. I mean, another movie I pulled up that Donnie Yen is in triple X. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Return the of return of Xander Cage. <laughs> yeah. Rise of the face reapers. Uh, <laughs> and Tony jaws in that. And he, all, Oh, and they wasted they him in that completely movie. wasted him in yeah. that movie. Yeah. So is it just racism? Well, I don't think it was probably racism no. in Triple X, which, which, you know, Vin is always going for his super multicultural thing. But it's like a producer thing. Maybe it is on that level where the producers are like, I think it's oh, a well, I, we got to focus on Vin. Or, I think it's a North American style of action movie where you're going to just shoot the guy. I think it's there's, there's a lot of shooting. There's there's some like, hey, we're going to tussle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, what about the wrestling moves in the fights? Because oh, there's like a suplex and yeah. there's like a flying, so flying I, elbow I off the wanted, top rope. I wanted to bring this up. I was so I, excited to bring yeah. this up because I was like, 
I felt like I was watching a WWF match. Like, yes, at, at one point, I was like, "This is insane." I thought it was hilarious when when Blade gives that guy like a delayed yeah. vertical suplex. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. So I I want to go back and, and I actually do think it is racism. Um, I do think it is a, a bias towards white actors and, and or, 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 black, or black ones in or, this case. Or, or American actors because there's no reason that Luke, Luke Goss deserves to have these gigantic action sequences, these fights. Sorry, which guy is Luke Goss? Is uh, he the Reaper Nomad. guy? Nomad. Nomad, yeah, okay. There's no reason that he deserves that more than Donnie Well, Yen. I think you want to have the villain showing you can be he can be very deadly. Except Donnie Yen can do so much more. Donnie Yen is like just completely thrown to the side. Yes, no, he's um, totally underutilized. And then There's what's no his name? Who's the other actor? Is it Rush? Is that the one that has like the face tattoos? Uh, the Light Hammer guy, I think. His, I thought his name was Light Hammer, but maybe I'm... Maybe. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Anyway, like that is like the... Yeah, Light Hammer. That that is weak. That is some weak ass shit. Yeah. So I can see, you know, I can see on paper like what they're thinking. Like you can go like, okay, we need to put together a team. We're gonna have different types, right? Yeah, we gotta have the token have Asian. The, yeah, there's gonna be the token Asian guy who does martial arts. There's gonna be the giant like whatever I don't know, is he Samoan or, or something. He's got like the tattoos on his face. Uh, he's going to have like a big, huge weapon. And then there's going to be like the Ron Perlman guy type with the asshole leader. The American. But yeah. Rob, Ron Perlman did not deserve. Was he supposed to be a Nazi in this, by the way? Sure. he's. Yeah, they keep sure. calling him like Fritz and stuff like that, making like allusions. That's like, a, And he has that scene about he asks, he asks Blade, like, can you blush or something like that? Like there's all these weird little racial things that are very like just moments to sprinkle throughout the movie. That's really interesting. Uh, I don't know, but, but maybe cause he's calling like a uh, whistler, like a redneck or a hillbilly or something. And he's like, he keeps calling him Fritz. Like he's like a German. Does he call him a race trader? <laughs> no, they're not that quite that obvious. Uh, I don't know. I just, that was something I, I something I picked up. Okay. On. But here's the thing. If they were doing that, I wish they were a little bit more obvious. Let's yeah. Just try to make, but you know, like, some things they're too obvious. Some things not not obvious enough. Here's the thing, I'm gonna give every credit to Gilmer del Toro for yeah. saying there's no way that he did not um, lift this movie above what it was supposed. Oh yeah, to be. like stylistically, visually, um, the direction is not. I don't think the problem. Like you get a lot of cool visuals too when when blade falls into that like giant blood tank and it's like just it looks like something out of a comic book right this weird fucking contraption in the vampire yeah. subground underground and you definitely have the Gilmer de Toro um like body gore yeah there's body there's horror so stuff so much body I like gore. all that stuff with the reapers and the shit coming out of that guy's back while he's biting the dude and stuff I like the scene when they're um like they're doing like an autopsy almost like it's 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 cringeworthy. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, because you're just like you're totally. Gross There's a lot of actual it. pretty pretty gory for a mainstream movie at the time. I thought. Yeah, That's and true. the and the way that they um they use like Scud to like as a human, he's the one that has to open the mouth and like do right. all that. like that stuff is you, so... the tooth and it's like the venom oozing out of it. Like all of that stuff's awesome, and it's all like really really smart. Yeah. Because what they're really doing is they're pushing that body gore, like that body horror um, stuff. 
and they're and also setting up for that final moment because we see like okay these reapers have like a bone sort of cage that's grown around their heart yeah. so you can't pierce their hearts like regular vampires and they the allude stake. to the fact that it's almost impossible to hit that right and then blade blade comes in with that side sword thrust at the end but with the blade with the blade and and that's why i'm saying like i think that the script is the real problem yeah, here definitely I think, and there's some pacing issues as well, which I guess we'll we'll have to throw that to whoever edited it. But well, and um, I also, I just don't find it cute or funny when at the end where he's like, "I told you I'd catch up to you." It's (laughs) just like that didn't uh, bother me because that's, I mean, yeah, it's cheesy, but it's like that's the kind of cheesy shit I expect in an action movie like this. I think that you, I I can't speak for you. I'm I'm wondering if you would have liked that in a movie that you enjoyed more. Yes. Oh, probably. But I just think like, um, like in the first one, it was all about blade and I understand you have to expand a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I feel they just expanded too much. Like I wanted more blade, less scud and whistler and all these. Like, it's cool that they have like, Oh, here, here's this fancy gadget that I made. Like he's Q or something. I don't know. This is a hard line to thread when it comes to sequels. Like, I feel like they did a pretty good job of expanding without getting too crazy. Like, you think about some superhero sequels that come later, because this is a comic book thing, too. And it's like, all of a sudden, oh, okay, we, we, the first movie was a success, and we had one villain. And now we need, like, three or four fucking villains. We're going to jam them all into the same movie, and, like, it's over, it overblown. Yes, this is, like, bigger. There's more characters, more moving parts. But I didn't think they did too bad of a job with that aspect of, like, making it bigger, making the stakes higher. What? Oh, sorry, James. You look like you were going to talk. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's just, like, script-wise, they try to ha- develop all these side stories, mm. which take away from, like... You don't really. I mean, it, how much blade do you need, though? Because he's well, not—he doesn't have a ton of personality, right? No, he doesn't. He honestly, I don't think he really needs to have a ton of personality as long as he's slaying he's those. His, he's vamp, doing his blade Those thing. Uh, face splitters. Yeah. As long as he's slaying them, that's all that matters. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So th- then it doesn't bother me that you've introduced these other elements because. We don't need to know much more about Blade. We know who he is. He doesn't have an arc. He's just fucking Blade. Okay, um, but don't you find it that Blade's just almost like along for the ride? Like, sure, they look at him like he's he's in charge, but it's just like all this other shit is just well, going I mean, on. That, you could argue that's part of what's going on in the movie, though, right? Like, he's ostensibly supposed to be in charge of this group, but really they've manipulated him. Because we find out later that the old vampires are actually the ones who created these new mutant. I understand that, and he, like, there's a discussion where they're like, you know, you know, they're not gonna let you live, and all this stuff, mm. like to imply like they're gonna fuck you over. And Blade is like, yeah, no, I know, but he goes along with it, and then he's just like, he's not surprised, but yeah. he's just like, all right. Should but, he? He's just using it as an opportunity to get into that world. Sorry, John. What were you saying? Well, I was gonna say also, on, on jumping on what James is saying, should all that like tear down the 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 patriarchy type stuff? Should that not be like, the third movie with the old vampire guy? You mean? Yeah, yeah because like, we find should, out he betrayed we, yeah, his should, daughter. And should that not be like the third film? Like it's it just feels like there's 
little overstuffed. Do you think it's you know? it's there's there's too much. There's too many well, villains. And I, like, maybe you're right because it is at two hours. This thing is too long. Like it's the, yeah, way too long. Uh, could have trimmed probably twenty minutes from this thing. Fuck man. I and like I like where they're playing off the first movie where they go to the club or they go to areas and they see blade and they're like terrified of them. I mm. love that. Too. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like how they're building off the lore of the first movie. Like they're doing a really good job of like being like, no, we've established this character. We know who blade is, what he does. And we've established what's going on. But then I feel like half the movie is about, um, is like paying tribute to that. And half the movie is being like, yeah, but what if we do all this other fucking bullshit? Yeah, I don't know. Again, we're getting back to that same thing of like trying to find that sweet spot with a sequel where you make it bigger without overdoing it, without it getting away from you. And I'm not sure they're entirely successful here, but I think for the most part, like, I don't know. I think of other sequels where it's just like, I don't know, Spider-Man 3 or fucking Batman Forever or something where it's like, okay, this is like. There's just too much shit going on. Uh, we need to be more focused. I mean, I think you could have had Boss Reaper going killing the vampires and humans, and then the daughter come and say, "Hey, listen, he's gonna kill everybody. You need to help us." And then that's it. You don't have to have all the stuff with the dad. I mean, they even try to have like a, a sort of romantic angle between Blade and which Lisa. is like. I think that's lame, but I also think it would have been cool, once again, to set up that thing, that bridge between the first and second movie where she joins him and Donnie Yen and like, or whatever, like they, and they start a new thing. And then the third movie is this whole other chapter of being like, no, it's not about getting rid of the vampires. It's not about getting rid of these other things. It's about finding a, like a like a uh, like a balance between everything. We all have to live within this balance. It's That's about- a cool idea. Except that Blade Blade's whole character is he's gonna eradicate every fucking vampire. I don't think he's gonna. But he's not the type to settle for a compromise. But he right? has to grow. Yeah, that would make him more interesting as a character. <laughs> Clearly, not something they're super. No, you're right. You're okay, totally so right what happens in the third one? Uh, I can't remember. Come guzzling thunder cunt, I think is something. That is the famous uh, line from Ryan is that, Reynolds. Is that the actual line? I don't think it's come guzzling, but he says something thunder cunt in that movie. He calls Parker well, Posey. In, my, in our world, it is. The fun, The third movie has a really fun cast, but it's. I remember it being Patton much, Oswalt's much... Patton in it. Yeah, Patton Oswalt, this Parker the, Posey, Triple H. <laughs> this is oh, you, nice. This is where you get into uh, the heated argument about the lore of, uh, of who... Uh, blade is and <laughs> what what he said off off blade has to like ask some questions hard questions of himself <laughs> no oh does he no, no it, <laughs> I, I don't know I it don't. gets into wesley snipes so there's the third movie is where Patton oswald has come out and said hey this is what happened while filming blade oh i see yeah, um, apparently he was a real like diva and, on the set of that movie and so i've listened to a lot of wesley podcasts snipes. where uh Langs and Kerman and all these people who have been like, uh, no, I Patton Oswalt's a straight up dude. Like that guy does not, he's not lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way. Um, whereas Wesley Snipes is like, I never did any of the things that Patton Oswalt says I did. Um, right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I would lean towards the Patton Oswalt account, but I, who knows, but 
yeah, the third movie I remember being significantly worse than the first is, two movies. It is such a clusterfuck mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll I, definitely. I'm gonna tell you this: three, three, th- three more years go by. The third movie is fun as hell. Yeah. Well, I think Ryan Reynolds definitely injects some fun into it, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember it very well. I don't remember yeah. the plot or anything. Speaking of sequels, sequels, Blade Two. Rise of the Face, face Splitters. splitters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's a tough movie to talk about because, yes, I, it does feel very 2002 in so many ways. The techno stuff, the wrestling moves, the, you know, the, the way that this, the fights can be edited. I still think there was some really cool action shit. The sword fight, I thought, was pretty cool. Um the, there's an action sequence once they're in that rave thing where we're following different moments of the scene and the way that it's cutting between them I thought was actually pretty exciting where we're going here's Blade and he's doing this here's Donnie Yen he's doing this so mm-hmm. does it- Norman Reedus is in the van dealing with this other vampire in the alley like there, it was I thought that was all w- well put together but does it kind of feel like a battle between two completely different movies like two it at times for me while while watching it it felt like like two people are taking it apart and putting it back together and it doesn't necessarily cohesively it's just just not there um like you're going for that that cohesive action like what you're talking about with the editing and all that kind of stuff but then there's all this other garbage yeah there's just like certain things in certain fight moments where it's like oh you know i sure wish they had done that differently like the way they shot that or the way they cut that um there's a i guess it's the same similar to how we were talking about transporter 2 where i feel like james said we or transporter more, one, sorry and james said we need more ron perlman yeah and he was like why yeah. isn't ron perlman in this transporter movie uh, why is he no, not the I, same we were talking about the f- way the fights were choreographed where it's like you can tell that the choreograph was really good but mm-hmm. the way that they've edited it like kind of takes the impact out of a lot of it. Yeah, because they cut so quickly. Yeah, James, you've become quite astute at uh, dissecting choreography. And I feel like the I, same thing is true here. Like there's there's really cool shit happening and there's enough to see it on screen where you can go, okay, that's that's cool. But then, you know, you get those choppy, choppy moments where it's like this could have been even m- something more well, amazing. all that tells me is just either the director or whoever edited this just doesn't have faith in the actors that they can actually pull these things off and make them believable. Like you have to, you have to cut because Wesley Snipes is just not able to do. It's also a, it could just be a style thing of the time. I think it is. This is, this is how we shoot this stuff. This is how we edit this stuff. Uh, and it doesn't, we now you know we're watching we're going back 20 years to watch this this is not how they would shoot this right now not in a no, john, no. in a post john wick world this yeah. is not how they're gonna i get that i you know and i think we talked about this in, in transporter but it's like if you go further back to like the 80s or early 90s yeah. you accept that style of hero mm-hmm. that's not going to do this choreographed fight though they're going to do more of a almost like a brawl you're kind of just you're getting whatever hits in you can get in right right like a roadhouse style yeah like where now we want like wide shot we want choreographed we want to see him it's just go an evolution from, of filmmaking from, yeah right? from this guy to this guy to this guy to this guy all in one shot so my problem with this film is not the the fight sequences 
Um, I think that they're actually quite well done at times. Um, I think it's the un- underutilization of certain actors and um, using other people. I just did the math on this. And um, I did uh, look. So Matt Schultz, 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 I don't know. Schultz has been in 2.5% of the films that we've recorded. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, he's in Fast Five, right? Uh, and he's in we, Transporter. We, have we done Fast Five? Yeah, yeah, we did Fast okay, Five. So he's in more than what I just said. I think um, he was in that one, wasn't he in that one? Yeah. He, I, the the yeah, Fast and the Furious is. kind of he's all blurred together. 3% of the films that we've done. Um, Whereas I haven't done the calculation on other people, but like, that's too much. Um, <laughs> they overutilize certain people. They underutilized others. Well, we're also talking about a certain window too, where this is the same, this came out the same year as the transporter. So he was in, in both of those in the same year. I have no beef with him either. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about him or, or what James. Uh, he's in torque. James. Tor- yeah. He was in torque. Yeah. I know he Shit. is. I did. That was part of my I calculation. I forgot about that. Uh, James hates his guts. Uh, I think he's a good, annoying, fucking bad guy. He stole James. Yeah. He's he stole James's girlfriend in high school. It was really. Awkward. I don't think he's got a huge range. This guy, but no, he doesn't. Uh, I mean, he he is that he, guy in Fast and Furious. Turns where, out he's like a fucking Broadway actor. I bet you he's, <laughs> he, I'm I, sure he's a great. I gotta guy. say this. He also actually seems like in real life he's probably a pretty good guy. I mean, there's but like even we we're just talking with Ron Perlman. There's certain actors who just, they deliver this sort of same type of thing over and over again, but that's what you want to see them do. I'm not saying... Ron Perlman for me is like, I don't know if I like him or not. Right. I, I just can't tell. But I want to know, before we get into our reviews, which I think we're like, what about uh, Hellboy? naturally getting into, he's in like one Hellboy movie. He's in two Hellboy movies. Whatever, who cares? They're, um, they're great movies. <laughs> uh, what oh, I who know- is he in that? <laughs> he's the fish guy. <laughs> okay. That makes um, sense. Before we get into our reviews, which I feel like we're naturally going towards, do we want to give one big, like, our favorite scene or our, our, our least favorite scene? Is he the beast in Beauty and the Beast? Yes. What the fuck? Can't you tell by you his, know cat, that? his cat no. face? No. We've talked about this on the podcast. I think before. we have, yeah. Well, yeah, you say names, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Do you remember watching that <laughs> in the chalet? Yeah, I remember watching this fucking show. Man, that makes so that much makes sense. That makes us sound like such bougie um, fucks. <laughs> and the chalet? Remember that time we were at the chalet? Having um, our Swiss miss? We were never in Switzerland. And, okay, a, rot- and a rotisserie chicken? A rot- we had a rotundra. Um... I would like, I want to just like, I want to end it off on like, uh, maybe a really positive thing or a really negative thing. But like, is there one thing that you would, uh, that you really loved about the movie? I liked when the vampires or reapers face splitters died. The like, oh, yeah, they that, like a phosphorescent the, like, sort of glow. glow. I like cool. how they die. Yeah. That was something a little bit different from the way that the vampires like uh, evaporate when they get hit with the uh, blades weapons. I liked that Norman Reedus gave him some of those extra cool things, but he didn't really get to use them effectively. Like he gets those cool uh, blades that come out of his wrists that is supposed to like inject the vampires and make them explode. There was that moment where somebody, I think he did that to Steven Dorff at the end of the first movie, right? Where he injected him with this, whatever this shit is and a garlic juice or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, he uses it on <laughs> no, uses it on Nomac in this, but then 
he gets all like oh oh he's like his veins are popping but then then you know it doesn't do boss, anything to him boss reaper yeah boss reaper um, face splitter uh but no the fight i don't know i would just say the fighting in general i thought most of the action set pieces were pretty well done i think that uh the, yeah the action pieces were 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 pretty good um i think that one scene that stands out for me would have to be the autopsy scene yeah that was really cool i thought that was really cool and gross yeah like i was actually like really really grossed out by it yeah that was cool shit and and i, I do like that del toro went that to that level with like the goopiness and the gore stuff i yeah. honestly feel like missed opportunity though because he could have like jerked him off <laughs> whoa i wasn't going there but some kind of, I was trying, some kind of so, barbed fang. Sorry, comes James. Out of his I, was, I, was, sorry, I was trying to jump into your brain for a second. Um, Dick splits open and three face. No. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I like it. Uh, so blade porn. I, I was looking at some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you see the same video I saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, no, that he could have done like a John Carpenter, the thing. Oh yeah, kind of like throwback you know i don't know what with the autopsy they could have done something similar and then blade just you know uses his blade and kills it i'm told totally well, he could use his stupid gun john we didn't talk about his stupid gun so you i was about to the bring original this, stupid gun on hold the podcast on, hold on i was gonna bring this up next <laughs> i was gonna be like how stupid is that fucking gun <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense can you imagine shooting with that thing i've shot like a um a rifle mm-hmm. and i've shot a shotgun um i've shot a longer gun I've ne- <laughs> i don't know anything about these like shoebox shaped uzis don't try to dork, i don't i don't okay, whatever uh he has a handgun it's his like gun and it has that blade yeah on it has it. the blade on it and it looks I'm like that's sweet you yeah, can slice the throat with like, that it, look, it looks like a, i think it's like for dicing things in the kitchen yeah well it's a multi-purpose tool and i was like this gun is so fucking stupid and i hate it yeah i like it so actually. i just want to give this gun a zero oh, actually yeah. i'll give it i'll give it a, a one all right a one out a of one this gun gets a one one out of uh three <laughs> one, out of, one out of one out of five this gun gets a one out of five all right one uh uh uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh i think we do that a lot uh <laughs> should we just rate this movie yeah let's let's rate it yeah let's rate it uh, my reaction was a seven, but my overall score ended up being a six. I, it lost some points for me in pacing and in quotes and tropes. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with a reaction of a six and overall 5.8. Pacing is just, it's a five. It just mm-hmm. move this fucking thing along. Um, I even felt the length on this one, guys. Yeah, and, and we all know that you're an old man who yeah, just I'm a grandpa. I, I can watch a four-hour black you, and white yeah, movie. Yeah, you understand time. <laughs> uh, like time means nothing to you at this point because you're so old. Um, but yeah, five point eight. That's fair. Um, I don't want to lower it. Ooh, James, did you lower your rating? No, I okay. didn't. I didn't like this movie. I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> To anyone um love it so my reaction's a four uh overall 4.8 my pacing should probably be lower but whatever <laughs> that's where i put it for so 
All right, this is really fun. We got another tie, like always. Uh, this is a two-way tie. Sorry, so, three-way tie. So, sorry, overall score, 5.5. Oh, sorry, James. Right, that's what it comes to. Yeah, yeah it comes to 5.5. I was going to say that in this. 5.5, uh, it's a tie with 102 uh, Deep Blue Sea and 103 <laughs> The Predator. Uh, Dustin, I think you picked this movie, right? I did, yeah. So, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Honestly, I'd probably put it ahead of both of those. I think Deep Blue Sea is pretty fun. Uh, it's a movie that I've watched a lot on cable. It's just one of those types of movies that I, I can tune into at least part of. Not everyone, every time I see it. But I think this is a bit, overall a better made film despite its flaws. I think Del Toro raises the, the bar on this one compared to those. Uh, the Predator is probably too high on our list. <laughs> but that's a whole other matter. Uh, James, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go? You can go. So Dustin uh, set me up to fail uh, <laughs> by saying that Predator should be lower. Because okay. I was contemplating whether I put it between Deep Lucy and The Predator, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whether I put it after The Predator. Because so I'm not putting this in front of Deep Lucy. That no, would you, be, you like Deep Lucy. That would be uh, a really bad choice. <laughs> Deep Lucy rules. Yeah, it could be better. Of course it could be better. But, yeah. But Deep Blue Sea, that movie fucking slaps. Yeah, I mean, you got the chick that gets like half her body eaten, but you've she's got, still holding on. Yeah, you've or got Or maybe I just thought that's Samuel, how it should be. You got the Samuel L. Jackson scene. Yeah. Yeah, the like, Samuel Jackson scene. Yeah. When he, I mean, it's a fun movie. These snakes on the plane. The Predator now you're, some, now you're really getting confused. <laughs> The Predator has some pretty awesome scenes in it. But have you seen that Snakes on a Plane porn? Holy shit. I have not. Uh, uh, yeah, no. The Predator, where they're like, get to the choppers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is... Um, oh. I'm probably watching The Predator's... Sorry, The Predator before I'm watching this if it's on cable. Really? Yeah. You know what? Fuck The Predator. It was pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It also does this thing um, where they use autism as uh, a well, right, superpower. Yeah. So that was going to be what I was going to say. I was going to say this movie doesn't use a... Um, I'm not even going to say what... I don't know what the proper word is. This doesn't use whatever that is as a uh, magical token. Uh, so, yeah, I think you're right. Let's, let's put it after the Predator. Wait, you mean before? Sorry, before. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, All right, the middle. The middle. Well, I want to put it after Deep Blue Sea and before the Predator. James, you? Yeah, I'm gonna put it after Deep Blue Sea because I'll probably watch Deep Blue Sea yeah, before. Fuck this. yeah, man! I love watching those sharks. I feel like Deep Blue Sea is less. I mean, other than the CGI not being all that good anymore, it's less dated because it's not like going for a certain aesthetic or anything. I think Deep Blue Sea understands the movie it is, and it's funner. Yeah, you yeah. got that kitchen yeah. scene. <laughs> a little cool, Jay. Yeah. Well, you have the after... Don't forget his sweet song. The deepest, the bluest. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Where he also explains how, to, at the end of the movie, how to make uh, scrambled eggs. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good moments. <laughs> All right, well, we have a brand new 103. The Predator... And its tokenism can go fuck itself. Blade 2 is there now. There it is. 
Well, thank you guys. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, everybody for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. If you have the ability to, check us out on Instagram, Action Action Podcast, and we'll see you next week.